0: Hey mama, welcome back to the Smart Bells Fitness Show. Today we are going to be talking about my birth experience. And every mom that I have ever met has such a unique birth experience and story that she remembers for her entire life of how she brought life into this world. And so today I'm gonna be sharing mine with you. Spoiler alert, I had a really positive, amazing experience. And the reason I'm sharing this is because I feel like We hear a lot of stories that are negative. We hear a lot of horror stories from women. I have some theories on why that happens, but I do believe that those of us who have positive experiences need to share those too, to be an encouragement for those of you who maybe are pregnant right now, and maybe you're nervous about your birth. Maybe you already have kids, but you didn't have a great birth experience for some or one of them, and it makes you nervous about having another baby, even though that might be something that you want to do. So I'm going to be diving in to basically the experience that I had, kind of what I did to prepare physically for my birth, how long my birth was, how it happened, how it went, and then, yeah, so I can't wait to share this with you, and here we go. Hey mama, welcome to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast, where you can learn how to stay fit, healthy, and feel good during and after pregnancy. I'm your host, Kelsey Lee Miller. I'm a certified pre and postnatal coach, and I believe, as moms, we show up as our best when we prioritize caring for our bodies. When you're equipped with the right tools, you can show up confidently in your workouts, in the kitchen, and also in life. If you're here for that reheated coffee and those naptime workouts, you are in the right spot. It's time to prioritize your own health so that you can feel good in your skin again. Let's get excited for today's show. All right, mama, here we go. So here's kind of the order of operations for this podcast today. So I'm going to talk about what I hoped for. So what I hoped would happen. I'm going to talk about how I prepared for birth. I'm going to talk about my actual birth experience, and then I'm going to talk about some takeaways that I had that I'm going to take into my future births. So here's what I hoped for. I really wanted to deliver naturally. I did not want to use an epidural or any other type of pain medication unless it was absolutely necessary for me. I really didn't like the idea of not being able to feel what was going on and not being able to move around and do different positions and do everything in my power to get my baby into the right position naturally. And I will say this. So this is obviously my unique experience that I had. And I do think that modern medicine is amazing and that it can help so many women and that it has saved babies' lives and mother's lives. And I think it's fantastic and phenomenal. Sometimes epidurals are necessary, even if you don't want to have one and you shouldn't ever feel ashamed or like you're less than because you had to end up getting pain medications. A lot of times it's out of your control and you do do everything that you can and that's just not what ends up happening. So, I just want to say that at the beginning of this because I'm sharing my experience, but I also want to make it really clear that I'm not saying if you had a different experience that it's somehow less than or not as good. The most important thing is to get your baby here healthy and safe and for you to stay healthy and safe as the mom. And there's many ways that that can happen. So, What I hoped for was to have as natural of a birth as possible. There was a lot of things that I did to prepare for that. So it wasn't just like I waltzed into the hospital on my labor day and said, all right, let's do this. I haven't done any prep work, but I want to do this naturally. So I'll talk about a few things that I did to prepare. The first thing that I did was I did a ton of research I mean, I spent a lot of time looking things up as far as different ways you can use your breath to help you get through surges. I'm going to use that word surge to replace contraction in this, but there's different ways you can breathe to get through surges and feel like you have control over your breath and your body. So I looked into a lot of that. I looked into how you should be able to exercise when you're pregnant, different ways you can exercise to prep your body for birth, making sure your pelvic floor muscles and your core are connected and that your legs are strong and that just you have an overall body strength that's there so that you can make it through labor. I did do cardiovascular exercise. I did a lot of different types of stretching. So there was a lot of things that went into me prepping for my birth experience. And I'll tell you this, after doing all of that, I realized this took me a ton of time and a lot of work. And there is not a really great resource that I was able to find for women who want to stay fit and also have a safe pregnancy. There's a lot of things out there about here's how you can have a safe pregnancy, right? But I'm like, well, I want to have a safe pregnancy and I want to feel strong. I want to have a safe pregnancy and I want to stay fit and I want to set my baby up the absolute best that I can so that they can have a healthy and fit life as well. So all that to say, after I spent all that time looking up all of those recommendations, those evidence-based studies, peer-reviewed journals, all these things, I decided I'm going to create this resource because women need this. I, I would have loved to have had something like this. And so I'm working on that right now. It's going to be called bells and bellies, and it's going to be a comprehensive program for moms in each trimester. And it's going to cover nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle tips, including some of that breath work I'm referring to, to help you have a strong and a safe pregnancy. So there will be strength training and cardio workouts designed for pregnant women, and all ability levels will be included in this. It's going to have scalable options if you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced trainee. And there's going to be step-by-step nutrition and lifestyle recommendations that you can implement the day that you get it in a huge exercise video library where you can see all the exercises coached properly. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can head over to my website, smartbellsfitness.com, check that out, get on my email list or get on the wait list so that you can be the first to know when that finished. It's going to launch in 2022, but this is just something that I felt called to do because I realized this is not, this is one of the most incredible things that women do and 85% of women end up having children at some point in their life. And there needs to be a resource that has evidence-based guidelines that's also practically created for women to support you. So that is something that I created because I want you to be able to prepare for your birth and postpartum journey as well. I'm also going to be making one for the postpartum recovery and return to exercise life phase. So that will be coming soon after the pregnancy version. But anyway, back to the birth preparation. So I did a lot of those things. I did exercise. I lifted weights regularly. I did cardio. I did stretching. I did lots of breath work. I practiced mindfulness. I focused on my nutrition. I focused on my sleep. There was a lot of things that I was really intentional about doing And I think one of my biggest takeaways was how birth is the most athletic thing I have ever experienced. I grew up playing sports. I lift regularly. I don't really think any of that holds a candle to bringing a baby into the world, especially bringing a baby into the world naturally. And it's crazy. It's intense. It's powerful. And women are incredible. (laughs) So let's go ahead and jump into my birth experience. I've talked about what I hoped for and how I hoped to be able to have a natural birth experience. I talked about briefly how I prepared for it. And now I'm going to just jump in and tell you about the experience itself. So on October 22, 2020, so this was kind of in the middle of the pandemic I started getting contractions around 6.30, 7 p.m., and I basically stayed at home for the next four, four and a half hours and labored from the comfort of my own home. And that was really wonderful and amazing and fantastic because you feel very safe at home and you can control all of the aspects of the environment So I actually dimmed all the lights, we turned on essential oils, my husband turned on really peaceful music. I was in the bathtub for a little bit, which I loved. Laboring in water is so comfortable. I 100% recommend doing that for at least part of your birth experience, if you can. It just takes, takes away all the gravity. So it just... It makes breathing through the contractions much more feasible, if you will. So my husband was a fantastic supporter. It was such a bonding experience to have with my spouse. He really helped me as things started to progress. But in those early hours we were at home, contractions were not super intense to start. It reminded me of like period cramps that you would get. And, you know, they were spaced out, I think they started around 10 minutes apart and then dropped to eight and then dropped to seven, dropped to six, dropped to five, four, three, and eventually got to like two to three minutes apart. And that's when my husband drove me to the hospital. It was around 1130 at night. And so we checked into the emergency room. I actually had to get a COVID test before I was able to be transferred to my labor room. To be honest, that was probably the most frustrating part of the whole thing because it took an hour and a half and the the, the triage room that I was stuck in was not very well air conditioned. So I felt super hot and I didn't have my stability ball so my husband kind of was bugging the nurse to get her to get one in there. And they eventually did. So that was great. But there was certain things like that that I wanted to have access to, like a bouncy ball and a peanut ball and some type of water, either like a shower or a bathtub. So I was COVID negative. So I got to go to my labor room and it was so much cooler. I swear it was like 15 degrees cooler in the actual labor room. So we got into the labor room At this point, it was probably 1 in the morning. And I just remember that the next few hours, I believe they measured me when I got to the hospital. And I was 6 or 7 centimeters, I think, dilated. And, you know, they asked me if I wanted the epidural. And I was like, no, you know, I don't want the epidural. I kind of wrote everything down that I wanted on my birth plan. And so when we got to the labor room, I was very focused, I would say. I was tired. Birth and breathing through contractions and the amount of focus and physical energy that that takes and the different positions that I was able to move into, whether it was squatting or bouncing on a ball or pressing against a wall or raising my legs up one at a time. I felt like I had a toolbox that I could kind of pull different items from when I needed them. So I felt very Empowered going into this because I felt like I've got the tools that I need to make it through and have a positive experience with this. So I was really focused. I remember trying to eat something and not being able to keep it down, and just labored in that room with my husband by my side, giving me sips of water. And he was coaching me through the breathing because honestly, it's such a weird feeling to not be able to think. But I couldn't think because you're just, you're so focused on making it through each surge and resting when you have the time to rest. And I think that's one thing that I would encourage you if you're wanting to deliver naturally, it's not a constant continual surge, right? You have surges and then you have times of rest and then you have surges and rest. And the best way I can describe it is kind of like thinking about waves crashing on a shore. So the waves roll in and then they roll out and then they roll in and then they roll out. And that's very much how I felt going through the experience of laboring to bring my son into the world. There's moments where it's really intense and you don't know if you're going to be able to make it through. And then you do and you Gosh, I get the chills just thinking about that. It's one of the most powerful things I've ever been a part of. And I feel privileged to even be able to say that. So eventually, you know, it keeps progressing, keeps progressing. And I believe I, I think I was eight and a half or nine centimeters. And because I was doing it naturally, it felt very fluid. It felt like my body just knew what to do when things were coming next because I had prepared and I had the different tools and the different positions and the breathing techniques that I was able to use. I felt like I can do this. And I had a really fantastic nurse who was really supportive. I told her right from the beginning, like, I don't want to use any medications if I don't have to. And she was like, all right, let's do this. And So I didn't really feel like I had to push back on anybody trying to give me things that I didn't want. The only thing that was a little bit annoying was how often they wanted to see how dilated I was, which you don't have to let them check that. You can if you want to. For me, I almost felt like it was frustrating because you feel like you're having all these contractions. And you're like, I'm only a half a centimeter dilated more than I was two hours ago. (laughs) So it's, I don't know that that was particularly helpful for me, to be honest. And I think next time I probably wouldn't have them check as often just because if things are going well and the baby's heart rate, they had a wireless monitor on my stomach for that. So I was able to move around, which was super, super nice. So if everything is fine and everything is safe, I probably would not get that again. Because to be honest, the baby came so quick at the end. Here's what happened. So it was four o'clock in the morning. So it had been about 10 hours of labor, nine and a half hours up to this point. And I remember feeling really, really exhausted and very supported by my team and the nurse and my husband, but I was really getting tired. And I remember I was standing and I had just had a really intense contraction. I kind of let out like, I don't know, some very <laughs> some very primal sounding grunt. And I remember saying, I think he's coming out. And the nurse checked and she was like, oh, yeah, I can see his head. She's like, honey, get on the bed. So I hopped on the bed. I was on all fours and I pushed two more times and he came out. (laughs) So I think it was a total of 30 minutes from the time where I was not supposedly close to delivering yet. And then all of a sudden... He just decided to come out, and three pushes later, he was out. A nurse actually caught him on the bed. The doctor was not even in the room, and I flipped over. And then all of a sudden, there was there was a team full of people in the room. (laughs) I remember hearing when I was I knew I was close when I was on all fours on the bed and. I remember hearing the nurse say, Josh, that's my husband's name. Josh, press that emergency button on the wall. And he pressed it. And I heard the nurse say, everybody needs to get in this room right now. And that's, I think, when everybody kind of rushed in because it just happened so quick. So there was really nobody in there. And then 30 seconds later, there was a whole team of people in there. So it was pretty amazing. He came out really quick and... I just remember kind of collapsing on the bed and feeling so exhausted, but so like accomplished and powerful as a woman. Like I have never felt, I I remember feeling, gosh, I, I mean, come on, like Mount Everest, come on, bring it. Like I can do anything if I just did that. (laughs) So it was so empowering. And I, I really truly believe that a huge piece of the reason why I had a great experience was I had a great support system. So my husband was fantastic. I also had the mindset that I am going to have a good experience, even if things don't go the way that I hope they go, even if, you know, and some things didn't, I mean, One thing that I feel like people don't really talk about with birth is, you know, you may be like pooping and peeing in front of other people and that's pretty normal. (laughs) Um, I did that and I know a lot of my friends who have also done that who've had babies and it's It's really crazy because any other time, I feel like you would definitely care if you did that. But in that moment, you just do not care. You're just very focused on doing what's best for you and your baby. And I mean, you're pushing with all of your might, right? So you're pushing, you're using your core and you're using your lower body so much. Yeah, stuff just comes out. So anyway, sorry if that's TMI. But yeah, so after Logan made his entrance. We did skin on skin for the next hour. And I just remember it was like everybody left and I got to hold him on my chest. And it was just one of the sweetest moments that I can ever remember experiencing in my life and just sharing that with my husband. It was really, really amazing. And another thing that I was really scared of probably from horror stories to be honest that other women had told me before is that I was really scared of tearing and that oh it just used to make me cringe and I just was so scared of it and to be honest I did tear and I had no idea and someone had to tell me and I got stitches and you know It was a second-degree tear, but I I had no clue. I didn't know. I just didn't know. But anyway, all that to say, some of the things that if you're pregnant that you might be scared of, I just want you to ask yourself if that's just because of other people's experiences. And other people's experiences have 0% to do with what you're going to experience. And I mean, this is... Like when you bring a baby into the world, especially when it's your first baby, it's not just the birth of a baby. It's the birth of a mother. It's the birth of a father. And that is such a surreal thing to be able to think about. Like this is the way that God made it so that we can create life and bring it into the world. It's just the biggest miracle I have ever seen. So I want to encourage you to expect blessing, to come through your birth experience because a lot of times what you expect precedes what you get. So like if you expect things to go well and you prepare for them to go well and you've done everything in your power, don't worry. And I experienced that like in no, in no, in no way is, birth easy, yes, it's painful. Yes, it's draining. Yes, it's challenging, of course. However, if you look at that and then you also look at the experience as a whole and you say, you know what, I want to go into this and I want this to be great. And even if things don't go the way that I hope, even if I did have to end up getting some type of medication, or even if you know, my baby's not getting into the right positions at the right times and I have to try something else that I wasn't planning on, you can still have an amazing experience. A lot of that is just centered around what you expect and how you prepare. So I want to encourage you that you can prepare well, you can go into this and have the most amazing experience of your life. I certainly did. And part of the reason that I decided to create bells and bellies is because I want you to be able to have that too. And I want you to go into it empowered. I want you to feel strong and confident in your body's ability to do what it's designed to do. And also to not feel guilty if your birth experience doesn't go the way that you want it to go. Yeah. I mean, I hoped I wouldn't tear, right? But I did and it ended up working out okay because of modern medicine and I was able to get stitches and I was able to recover and all of these things. There's also some really good recovery items that I will make a little list of that I would strongly, strongly recommend you having before. I feel like nobody talks about that. The postpartum recovery kit that really every mom needs. Like there's a little Frida bottle. It's like a bidet, but you're not going to want to use toilet paper for a (laughs) while. So um, it's a little Frida bottle and it just sprays the water. And there's just a couple other things like tux cooling pad, like witch hazel pads and just some like nipple cream and other things like that. So I'll make a little list of that in the bottom and link that for you so you can see that. But so I've talked about what I hoped for. I talked about how I prepared. I talked about the actual birth itself and I kind of talked about some of the things that I learned woven throughout that, but I think one of the biggest things that I learned was how the more educated you are, the more that you know going into something like that, the less you're going to be afraid and the less you're going to fear. And that goes for the whole pregnancy experience as well. The more knowledge you have, the less fear you have. So If you're nervous, if you don't feel like you do have the knowledge and do have the education to know, how do I do things safely? How do I prepare the best that I can? Go check out some of the resources that I've created for you. I've got a really great free resource that's called the Expecting Mamas Fit Pregnancy Guide over on my website, smartbellsfitness.com. And this is really why I do what I do because I want you to have an amazing pregnancy experience. I want you to have a great birth experience and to expect great things as well. And not just great by meaning that everything goes the way that you want it to go, but the way that you see it and that's perspective that you take and that you have concerning the experiences around growing the baby, birthing the baby, and then recovering from birthing the baby, all of those can be really heavily influenced by the way that you approach it and your mindset and your perspective. So I hope that this is encouraging. I hope that you laughed a little, maybe you cringed a little, maybe you cried a little, but I just want you to know that I truly believe that you're listening to this for a reason today and that you're hearing my story and that this is meant to encourage you in whatever season you might find yourself in right now. And I hope that it truly does. And I will see you back here in a couple weeks for the next episode. Hey, mama. Thanks for tuning in today. Really quick before you go, if this podcast has blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts. I get really excited every time I see that this show has positively impacted your life in some way. If you would do that for me, I would be so grateful. The second thing you can do is just tell another mama you think could benefit from listening to the Smart Bells Fitness Podcast. That's it for now. I'll see you back here soon.